0: Steve Parker and Andy Aspinall, and um, we're hoping that they are on the other end of this line. They're uh, vice chairman and chairman of um, Crew FC, and we're going to be speaking to them, hopefully, about their new uh, proposals for a new ground. Guys, are you there?
1: Yeah, good afternoon. Good
0: afternoon, Dave. Uh, are you doing? All right?
1: Not too bad, thank you very much.
0: Andy, we spared you the ba- John Barnes rap there.
1: Oh,
2: that- That's the
0: best news (laughs) I've (laughs) had. Listeners, we we found out that uh, Andy could do the the middle bit of that new order tune, and we spared him from that. Uh, Welcome on board, Steve Parker, Chairman, and Andy Aspinall, Vice Chairman of Crew FC. Um, The reason uh, we we, uh, hooked up with you guys was um, a story that I ran uh, a few weeks ago about. Uh, a redundant piece of land uh, just off West Street behind the old LMR club and and that's uh, one of the facets of the story of uh, crew fc's search for a permanent home uh steve would you like to just fill in the gaps with that um, because it, it is it does form part of the story doesn't it
1: yeah, it uh, certainly forms quite quite a large part of it, really. Um, for those of for those that won't be aware, uh, in 2017, Cheshire East uh, commissioned a uh, plane pitch strategy, which is a, a national uh, initiative that everybody has to have, uh, and it identified a shortfall of pitches, particularly in crew, uh, particularly 3G floodlit pitches, uh, and had a key objective to redevelop uh, what they considered to be the used or lapsed um Disused or lapsed pitches. One of those was was Goddard Street. The playing pitch strategy came out in 2017 in November. Uh, Unfortunately, in April 2017, that land on Goddard Street had been acquired by, at the time, Wolverine Housing, subsequently the Guinness Partnership for housing developments. Now, there are several recommendations in the the playing pitch strategy in in terms of developing pitches, supporting uh, clubs like ourselves, uh, large development minded clubs. asset transfers so we started uh, conversations with uh, Cheshire East, Cheshire Football Association and Crewe Town Council about the development of a dedicated facility for crease and using one of the the issues or laps pitches
0: right so just 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 to, just to stop me there so this this land in Goddard Street was an actual recreation pitch if you like is that am yeah. i getting that right okay
1: yeah, it's a, it used to be a, a football pitch and it used to be a really high quality football pitch. Uh, it had a stand and, and a clubhouse and, and obviously it fell into uh, disrepair and, and I think it was, it's, it's probably been uh, redundant uh, in terms of its use now for close to 10 years, I, I would say. Okay. Um, so like I say, it was, it was identified in the playing pitch strategy, but those, those strategies take uh, uh, some time to compile. And during that time, it had been sold to um, the Guinness Partnership for a housing development. Okay. Now, that has uh, some conditions on it in that um, they have to provide, if you build over um, a a playing pitch, an existing playing pitch, irrespective of of what state it's in, you have to provide an alternative facility somewhere else. The issue in crew is there isn't a a huge amount of space to do that. Um, and then in 2018, whilst that was going, no, whilst that discussion was going on, the the Cheshire FA also commissioned their local facilities football plan, which echoed really the um, the gaps in provision, uh, particularly in crew, and again recommended our our move to a dedicated facility as yeah. as a club. So for the past probably three or four years, uh, we've been uh, bounced around uh, from various sites throughout crew uh, considered uh, Goddard Street which obviously got solved we've yeah. been uh, in discussions around the, the Raza the back of the uh, Cumberland Arena which which has its own issues uh, Pebble Brook uh, and, and a few others including the King George playing fields and then about 18 months ago because uh, me and Andy are, are volunteers um We've got full-time jobs, although it feels like KFC uh, is one. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: I know about- the feeling. I know the <laughs> feeling. Yeah. So uh, Cumberland is that—that's where you are at the moment. That's your home, is it?
1: Yeah. So the Cumberland Arena has been the home of KFC since it started, really, in 1998. It's not our facility, um, although we do have uh, a significant, uh, we, we do take a, certainly a, a significant amount of time on there. It's a, it's a Cheshire East facility. It's, for all intents and purposes, sub-leased by Everybody Leisure. Um, and we pay somewhere in the region of around £35,000 in pitch fees to them every year for for the use of that. £35,000, have-
0: 35, you're, you're handing over all that?
1: Yeah. Wow. yeah it's, um, but it's not yeah. your home? It's, oh. not home. Okay. Um, it's not our home. Okay. It's not our home. We'd love it to be, uh, but it's not. There's a, there's a few issues uh, that surround that in terms of capacity, so like I say, we do take up a, a huge proportion of that time, um, but there isn't any spare capacity on there now, so we don't have the opportunity to continue to grow our our club. The facility itself um restricts us which certainly restricts the first team in terms of progressing up the football pyramid, yeah, so we're kind of stuck stuck at, at step seven, so behind. Uh, Miles behind likes of Nantwich and Sandbach and Witchurch in terms of what they can, what they can do. uh, And I I said,
0: I said to the listener, there's 39 teams that you have jurisdiction over in Crew F C. How on earth, (laughs) how on earth, are you managed to cram 39 teams' playing time into the Cumberland Sports Arena? Although it's a, you know, it's a, it's a size. 39 teams. That that's a lot of pitch sharing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a squeeze. It's a logistically, it's it's always a challenge. Um, But yeah, we've got 39 teams across uh, the juniors, the girls, uh, the disabilities and the adult teams for both uh, uh, males and and females. Uh, We offer provision for both obviously football and futsal, which is fantastic if you ever get the opportunity to to get involved with that. Um, But we are struggling with with space, so we we are at our limit. We can't accommodate any new teams, which is a real shame. What we're also finding is that as teams progress and, and become older and their format changes from 5-a-side to 9-a-side and the squad sizes get bigger, Bigger. The, I suppose, the appropriateness of the venue for them to train uh, becomes less and less ideal. Right. So we have uh, an under-12s team at the minute which has a squad of 15 who are limited to training for an hour on half of five a 5-a-side. Oh, so you I'm can crying. imagine how, uh, how creative and inventive the, the the coaches have to be to ensure that their uh, development continues.
0: Okay, To su- so to sum things up, You've got a club that's bursting at the seams with players, potential players. You've got people wanting to join. You've got the Cheshire FA saying, hang on a minute, you crew needs more pitches. That's backed up by the FA uh, saying that that's, that's the case. So is that not the perfect case, Steve, to go and say we need some more land?
1: Uh, yes. Yes, uh, it's something we've been trying to do for a while. Um, like I say we got to the point where it became so, so time consuming. We've engaged a, a sports consultancy company now which is doing that for us so we've, we've conducted a, a full feasibility study and options appraisal which is a really in-depth document which we sub- we've submitted now to the council as part of our uh, pre-planning application. Right. We've identified some uh, derelict land at the King George playing fields uh, which we feel we could use. It would support um I suppose the development of a new facility yeah. at the same time reducing the amount of i suppose land grab that you would need from a a, a new site or the king george playing field itself if you were to put the facility on there on in its entirety um so yeah we're we're trying uh, our very best
0: okay um, um, we, c- we c- c- i'd like to bring support. i'd like could I bring in andy here just because sure. uh, he's the vice chairman um andy. In terms of where you are, I mean, uh, Steve's outlined the fact that, you know, you've got all the boxes ticked, you know, you've got all those people playing for you, you've got the need, you've got the FA and the Cheshire FA backing you up. What, what's the plan then going forward? Uh, Steve just mentioned a site on the Georges. Is that your main target?
2: Uh, well, well, kind of. So the reason we've identified the uh, King George V playing fields is some of your listeners might remember the old tennis courts that yeah. were there going back kind of 25 years ago. And that land in between the King George V playing fields and Queen's Park has been, I suppose, for, for a better word, left a rack in ruin for, for the entirety of that 25 years. So there's land there that is currently disused. I suppose it might class as still as public green space, but it, it's not accessible by the public. It is, as it stands, derelict land. Yep. So we've identified that as, one, it would add to the provision of the King George V playing field. Yep. It would meet the need for Crew FC. Um, but as Steve mentioned, it wouldn't give, you know, we're not taking away public land then. All we're trying to do is redevelop an area of the community for use by the community. And I think that's, that's really important for us, that, yes, this will benefit Crew FC and it will benefit us as a club. But it will benefit so many other football clubs locally, and hopefully the local schools, the local users of facilities in in uh, Crew West and Crew South. So it's really important that we've identified somewhere that we think will work. A question that we have asked local councillors in recent times has been: if this land isn't suitable, then it's up to them to really tell us. Yeah,
0: what is it going to be used for if it's not for that? Yeah, so that exactly. is an excellent question. Um, uh, that's obviously then that's plan A. The, the sports uh, consultative company, uh, are they going to help you put forward a case for this uh, change of use or for this regeneration of the land?
2: So where we're at, at the moment is we are on, on the verge of one well, fact that's just gone into so the pre-planning application has gone in. Yeah. And that includes a feasibility study that we have had put together, as Steve mentioned, as an, an, an options appraisal. We've also put out some public consultancy stuff last week. So we had over, well, close to 700 responses to that, which was large, largely positive, saying that they'd support one, yep. a facility happening in Crewe, uh, but also the redevelopment of land. Right, so got you. that's gone to the Environment Commission, and it's gone to Cheshire East and Crew Town Council, and it's now just, I suppose, waiting to see what comes back. Right, from that. we that's... have our basic plans drawn up, uh, so everyone knows what you know to expect if it is the right, the right um, solution. And I would say if it isn't, then we have got the plans there where we can find us a oh. new home.
0: Okay, and would that be, um, Andy? Would that be on like a lease? Would you would you lease the land from uh, Cheshire East?
2: So it was recommended in the playing pitch strategy, and again in the FA uh, local facilities football plan, that uh, asset transfer should be kind of looked into. Now, there is obviously a, a, um, there's a precedent being sent, uh, set uh, recently with the old crew baths being asset transferred to oh, yeah provider. Yeah. So we're looking at mainly that sort of thing. But I suppose at the moment, Dave, we're not we're not precious with this. You know, we've we found a need. The needs being identified as well by Cheshire East and by the FA, there is obviously a need for more provision for the kids and crew, and we feel that we've got a solution, but we're not precious on where that solution is. We yeah. just need help from the powers that be, and it feels like it's been an obstacle after another obstacle over the last four or five years. To be to be quite honest.
0: Okay, do you feel as though this has been your best shot for a while? Do you think do you think that you've ticked enough boxes for the powers that be to say yes?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think at the moment we've got uh, good support from uh, both the local MPs. So Kieran Mullen has been very supportive of this and, you know, can't thank him enough for it. But also ward councillors from, and obviously Labour ward councillors with the likes of Aunt Critchley. You know, we've got real support from both of them, which is great. You know, I'm not politically minded, but I'm assuming having support from both sides is, is a real good step. Yeah, good, good. What, also, what, what, oh, sorry. The, um, oh, sorry, Dave. Yeah, I was just about to say also that with the Goddard Street development, your listeners might be aware of the S106 funding. So it's part of uh, the fact that Goddard Street, the old Alamar, is likely to be built on by Guinness. There's a pot of £80,000 that is due to go to Crew Town Council to develop a new football pitching crew. Now, Feel like we're in a really good place to be seen as a viable option for that, which would obviously help us with with meeting our age. You know, there needs to be a new pitching crew. If, if someone's going to build on the LMR, which is obviously lost recreational land for the town, yeah. then we need to be able to replace that somehow, and there's a pot of money there which we'd love to help people spend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the other thing that I, I read in that story, This the, the Goddard streets, the proceeds from, from selling that to the developers in Guinness, they were going to use that to refurbish and redo um, a sports area, if you like, in Middlewich. Hang on a minute, yeah. what's going on yeah. there? Well, that's just, you know, that, that's not fair, is it?
2: That was that was our understanding too. I think it was identified as the Sutton Lane Playing Field to yeah. redevelop a football pitch. Now with the S106 funding it's not there to redevelop a new pitch and I think that's really important with what, our, what we're trying to do with the Georges yeah. so we're not there to build on an existing football pitch we've identified the it land as it will add to the provision and it will also add to the provision in crew the way we see it is if you're losing land just off West Street then surely the people around that area of crew need more recreational land yeah. and as I say this this will undoubtedly David, will undoubtedly help us as crew FC and I think you know that's important for us, but it's not going to be used hundred percent of the time by us. You know, we're we're all volunteers. The teams all go to school. You know, they're going to work in at in an evening, of course, going to play of a weekend. So that leaves a facility for the local area to be used dur- during the day. Yeah. I think that's really important. It that, is. You know, the local um, community can have a go at it.
0: Now you've got you've got the MP on side. You've obviously got the backing of um, the town council. How would how would Joe Public? help you move things along how what is there a way that you know people who've listened to what we've got to say here and gone oh do you know what that that's really good how could they maybe influence what's going to go on
2: so i think initially as, as we say last week we put out or a couple of weeks ago we put out some public consultation anyway which was really really positive uh, that's been closed for the, for the time being while we do the next steps but i think if your listeners are thinking that this is a really good idea and have any feedback then they can either get in touch with us at on uh, info at crewfc.org.uk. I'm going to make, because I'm, I'm, sure. I'm
0: writing that down, Andy. Info, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. at, at
0: crewfc.org.uk.
2: Yeah.
0: .org.uk, org. you you could,
2: yeah. You can get it. us on the social, so we're there on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Uh, and I know that the inboxes for both Kieran Mullen and Anthony Critchley have been full with people talking about um the need of more playing pitches and the need for better recreational spaces. So you know, I'm sure I'm gonna fill their inboxes up as well. But if they wanted to speak to the local ward councillors and the local MP, they, they've been very supportive so far and I'm sure they'd welcome well in the email.
0: Well mo more power to your elbow Andy and let's hope that, that uh you know the the compelling case for more football facilities in crew um takes shape. Now then I want to know who who's Maggie Vickers?
1: uh So, um, Maggie Vickers is uh, our currently our club secretary. Yeah. Maggie was uh, part of the very first Cressy team that transitioned from uh, the old CYC, the Crew Youth Club, uh, to form Cressy in 1998. She has been with the club uh, since it started. She's seen both her sons play for it, her uh, her daughter-in-law plays for the ladies team, her granddaughters. Uh, and, 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 and grandsons play for our junior teams she is a I think we refer to her as, a, as a, the first lady of football at Marvellous! Um, she's an absolute diamond
0: and you have said to me you, you said that she likes a particular song by Soft Cell so I thought we'd play out with that one uh, and uh, wish you every success uh, in your application when, when you're successful will you come back and let us know
1: Absolutely, yeah,
0: we'd love, we'd love to come back and chat to you. Marvellous. Steve, Andy, it's been a pleasure uh, speaking to you and finding out what's going on down there. And like I say, we'll just keep our fingers crossed uh, that the right thing is said in the right ear roll to the right people and you, and you yeah, get thanks. that pitch.